0: Hello and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me for episode two of the Making It Fit Podcast. Today we're going to be speaking about foods which you think are high in protein, but actually aren't that high in protein. So you only have to really Google foods containing protein or what, you know, what foods contain protein, something really simple like that, to get a whole bunch of answers, like anything from, you know, bread to vegetables to meat to fish, you'll get essentially all of the results possible, which can be kind of unhelpful. So today what I want to do is differentiate between foods that are actually high in protein versus foods that simply just contain protein. So when I say foods high in protein, I'm talking about lean protein sources. So that is protein-dense foods that contain a high amount of protein per gram or per calorie. So for example, we're talking about things like... um, fish and chicken obviously they're the really obvious ones low-fat yogurt all sort of things like that so if we look at those so let's take um like a zero percent um fat greek yogurt for example so you know from your brands like skia and all those sort of like icelandic ones you only need to have i think it's around 50 calories um of that sort of food to get around 10 to 15 grams of protein um so you can see the ratio there is quite high in terms of protein and that's something that we would uh, consider a protein dense food or a food really high in proteins or a lean protein source. There's lots of ways to say it. However, I'm going to talk about three foods today, which are kind of ones that I, in my experience, people commonly assume are high protein, um, but actually aren't. And just as a big disclaimer, and I feel like I'm going to say this a lot throughout the episode, um, this isn't me saying don't eat those foods, like they're rubbish, get rid, Uh, don't ever buy them again. These are all Three of them, these three examples I'm going to give are all really nutritious foods. Um, It's just that when we're thinking about high protein foods and we're thinking about, you know, structuring our meal around a high source of protein um, to get, you know, whether it's 20, 30 grams per meal that we're aiming for, this probably isn't going to be your best bet as that main source of protein within that meal. So let's get started. Three foods you think that are high protein, which actually aren't in number one. And this has to be. I couldn't have chosen another one for number one because it's probably the most common one um, that I think probably I have clients say to me, friends, family, etc. Just when you're kind of talking about stuff like this, people go protein. Oh, like nuts, peanuts. So we're talking about nut butters, um, whether that be peanut butter, almond butter, and to be honest, just nuts in general can fit into this category. These foods are of course delicious, high in healthy sources of fat, so monounsaturated fat and plenty of other vitamins but sadly not in protein. Yes they do contain protein which is probably where it comes from that we think that they're really good sources of protein but if we're actually thinking about a serving of protein it's let's say we're thinking around 25 to 30 grams, to get that just from those nuts or from nut butter we would need to eat around 600 calories of peanut butter for example. So firstly that's probably going to make you feel quite sick and be quite hard to do because that will be a lot of peanut butter um but it's also probably not the best choice of food if you are trying to adhere to a energy deficit or even maintenance because that's going to be quite a lot of your energy intake um for the day and probably thinking about a whole meal just coming from peanut butter um which like I said probably doesn't really appeal to everyone I mean I love I love peanut butter and almond butter as much as the next person but definitely couldn't eat it for a whole meal um so yeah this isn't to say that you shouldn't eat nuts um and shouldn't eat nut butters um that's something i definitely i know personally i included my diet all the time um so that's not me saying that they're great for providing so many other nutrients and especially um a a really good source of healthy fats so i'm just saying that you should probably not try and get your main source of protein from nuts alone because it's going to be a little bit hard to achieve that high amount that you might be aiming for Number two. So next up, we have chia seeds. I remember a time when me and my sister, I don't even know how old we were. We were about like in school, maybe kind of GCSE age. And we would prep these chia puddings for breakfast all the time. We didn't even make them nice. Like, you know, you know, you go into Pret and you get those like mango compote chia and they're lush. They're so good. And we just literally made like chia seeds soaked in almond Milk and sometimes they wouldn't even soak up all the almond milk because we had the ratios well off. So it would just be like chia seeds floating in in almond milk. <laughs> Jodie, if you're listening, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, we didn't even like it that much. I think we just had it drilled into us that um, it was some sort of kind of miracle food. Uh, I know that t- sort of time when all those like superfoods got really popular. Um, I'm doing that in inverted commas. Um, but again, not the best source of protein really really high in other nutrients so things like fiber Um, so this isn't me saying not to eat chia seeds or they don't have a place um, in your diet but rather in the context of high protein they're not going to be kind of the best bang for your buck so with that food we're looking at again around 600 calories but this time for only 15 grams so yeah that's a lot of seeds (laughs) a lot of seeds that you've got to eat so 15 grams of protein you're gonna have to eat around 600 calories worth of those seeds, Um, which again, probably, probably quite boring, and probably a lot of uh, a lot of seeds floating in milk if you didn't know how to make it right, like me and my sister didn't when we were younger. Cool. Finally, then number three is spinach. Again. Amazing food, very, very nutritious, packed with mit- vitamins vitamin A, vitamin C, K, iron, potassium, so much more, uh, full of fiber as well, and a great part of really any meal. You can stick it in en- anything, um, especially if it needs using up, you know, you can just chuck it in and it suddenly disappears, but definitely not going to be your main source of protein within a meal. So if we're looking at 100 grams of spinach, that's just going to contain around two or three grams of protein. Um, so definitely include it without a doubt, um, but aim aiming to get your main source of protein from elsewhere because you're not gonna get very much from just that spinach alone. So the key point here is kind of that there is a difference between foods that contain protein because all these foods that I've mentioned do contain protein and most foods do. You know, when we're thinking about foods, I think it's important to consider that, you know, foods often don't fit in one category of carbs, fats, protein, they'll often be between the two. So, yeah, obviously, you've got foods that are, you know, will will fit into those categories. For example, just fats. If you think of olive oil, that's just in the fat category. But then also we've got foods which are fitting into those overlapping categories of um, a fat and a protein or a fat and a carb or a carb and a fat, all of that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, all of those foods, all of these foods are great and they do contain protein um, and they're great for providing so many other nutrients. So we're not abs- absolutely not discounting them at all. Um, but in terms of thinking about having um, a meal that's kind of structured around a source of protein, if you are looking to increase your protein intake, they're not going to be your kind of best bang for your buck in terms of that protein source. So what foods should we then think about including in terms of lean proteins and in, in, in terms of structuring our meal around foods that are high in protein. So a few examples, I'll definitely go into um, a little bit more on this in, in another episode, but for example, for breakfast, we might be looking at having a few eggs, um, high protein yogurt, like I mentioned, that 0% fat yogurt, um, whatever brand it may be, there's so many out there, the supermarket ones is fine. Um, you might have some protein powder in your oats, that's a really obvious one. Um, for lunch and dinner, you'll be looking at beans, mixing different types of beans and rice chicken lean mince you know the corn mince as well all the veggie alternatives work really well Uh, fish corn edamame beans are a really good one they're really high in protein um tofu and tempeh um, and then light cheese as well is a really good one so again with the yogurt the low fat options of dairy um are often lower in fat and a little bit higher in protein as a result so If you're not sure why I'm talking about protein or high protein anyway, and you're just a bit confused, like why is this relevant? um, Do take a look on my Instagram. I have lots of posts about um, the kind of benefits of eating more protein and how much protein that you um, you might want to include in your diet Um, or stick around and I'll definitely do an episode on this very soon. Thank you so much for listening. And if you wouldn't mind just taking two seconds to follow the podcast and leave me a five star review, I would be eternally grateful. See you next week for another episode.